This is Matt Peters. This is Lex Lutz. And you're listening to Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. Oh, crap. Were we supposed to do that at the same time? No. Okay. <laughs> Start the show. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Happy Tuesday. Oh, yeah. It is. It is the Tuesday. Here we are. Where is my... Oh. My mic was turned down. Mm. Or not my mic. My, uh... What's the word I'm looking for? Volume was turned down. <laughs> I needed a volumizer. The thing and that's usually turned up or down was turned down this time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, it's, but uh, turned down for what, though? Why? You know, that's the that's the eternal question. <laughs> no one can seem to answer. Turned down for what? Turned down for what? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I've been um, picking up, like, coins and shit lately it's it's really not a, a good hobby to have and i'm gonna stop because like physically collecting coins yeah because first of all it's an old man hobby secondly um yeah. it's an expensive old man hobby so you know <laughs> i've oh. i've come to terms that yes while i am getting older i'm not gonna do the traditional old man shit like bird watching uh mm-hmm. model trains that sort of thing like i'm not I'm not going to do that <laughs> just right. because it seems like once you start doing that and you put on that card again, you know, tick tock, that's, that's uh you're doing the end. There. Yeah. Um, I am, yeah. <laughs> I, I am got, I've gotten, I, I've, I've collected records on and off for some years, but now I'm just like full, full blown in it again, you know, mm-hmm. with my disposable pennies <laughs> that I have. That used to be an old man, savings, you know, and all that. That used to be an old man hobby. It used to be, got, yeah. Now, now it's a youth hobby, and they fucking ruin it, man. They take all the shit that I want. Right. Well, I think a big part of that is because the the cool vinyl effects that you can get now. Mm-hmm. You know? We got some cool shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, you know, a lot of the, the death metal bands, you can put, like, blood and shit mm-hmm. in the vinyl. Like, it's nuts. It used to just be you'd have to put, like, a, a former band member's ashes or something in there. Mm-hmm. And that would be as, like, hardcore as you can get. Now you can put real blood in there. It's, it's fucking... Yeah, it's crazy. Kayla and I are going to a bunch of record stores near her in Fort Worth. Mm. And I'm excited for that because I just like going to new places like that. Like, we went to a couple of them. And, uh, and she likes records, too. She's not as into vinyl as i am at the moment mm-hmm. she has been in the past she loves music though so it's like it is definitely like a thing that we both want to do not just me dragging her along because <laughs> i wouldn't do that <laughs> but yeah i'm really excited for that yeah yeah i mean in every in every relationship there's going to be some shit that you get dragged to and that you're going to be the dragger oh, yeah, absolutely it's, that's just she how wants it to works take me to plant shops and stuff and i'm like oh, okay cool i'm not as into plants but i'm like cool Right. right on you know i mean that's fair and then we both love like the antique type stuff so mm, oh wow antiquing yeah that's we're not a... antiquing um, but we like look because it's cool to just look at all of the stuff mm, you know yeah yeah just go look at stuff what random stuff can you find that's another one of those uh hobbies that has negative connotations antiquing Oh, absolutely. You know? <laughs> yeah. Just like you're like, hey, I'm not a coin collector. I'm like, hey, listen, I'm not antique. Right, it. right. It's like <laughs> I have several coins now, but I'm not collecting them. Yeah. I just happen yeah. to have them in my possession. Yeah. You're just like this particular coin was really cool to me. Yeah. I think I you told know? you, I don't know if it was on the mic or not. We were talking about um, like the silver stacking community and about how like it's full of nothing but 
doomsday preppers and borderline racists, right? So for every Obama coin, hmm. they're Just borderline. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how they present themselves online. At least they yeah. they have that that level of moderation. So. Uh, for every uh Obama uh you know commemorative coin there's 20 uh you know let's go Brandon and uh the other guy coins so Oh yeah. Yeah, that's just how they roll, yeah. man. But one cool thing is every now and then you'll get a guy who's just like I don't care whose face is on it. I just want to have it <laughs> just because it's like safer than keeping it in a bank. Like that's the type of conspiracy theorist that I like. The kind that yeah. doesn't trust the government at fucking all. Like, Absolutely. you know, it's not a yeah. team sport, man. If you want to tell me that you want to live in a bunker because you don't know what's going to happen because, you know, all our politicians have been replaced by lizards. That's cool. As long as you don't just go, oh, yeah, the black guy, you know, he's obviously a Muslim. And that that frightens me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care about that, man. Come on. No, all politicians are assholes. I want the commemorative coin that is like just says like the black guy was a Muslim. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's some terrible coins out there with him too. There's a line of coins, and oh, this is the last thing I'll say it. about it, called like the Seven Sins of Obama or something. <laughs> and they all feature him as like a skeleton in a suit, and he's like sending people off to war. And it's like one that says "Yes, we can't," which I explain that one. I don't. What the fuck? <laughs> nope, we can. You know, that's the best they could come up with. Yes, we can't. Like what? No, (laughs) that's not how this works. Lord. Yeah. So we're screwed. Anyway, we got a lot to talk about. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) We do. This is stacked. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. So, of course, the old gag, the superb owl happened uh, this past weekend. And yeah. Football Who was cares played. about the football? Let's talk about the halftime Commercials show. Commercials <laughs> were shown. Nobody gives a fuck about any of that. Let's talk about the halftime show. We're talking hip-hop royalty. The game happened in L.A. And L.A. represented Compton, Long Beach, Inglewood, all of that shit. We had Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. We had Kendrick mm-hmm. Lamar. We had Eminem. We had Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige and a surprise appearance Literally a surprise appearance. He dropped down up out the ceiling just like he did back in the day. 50 Cent. Man. Mm-hmm. So, okay. What what moments stuck out to you, Lex? What, what was something that had you nod your head? Well, when 50 showed up, I was like, was he supposed to be on this? Yeah. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> um, wasn't Anderson Pack also playing drums? He was. That's right. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. He showed up yeah. and like people were like, is that Anderson Pack? And sure enough, his drum kit said Anderson Pack on there. So there's no mistaking. Um, <laughs> the 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 tribute to Tupac while also kneeling yeah. moment was yeah. was very very cool. Um, Mary J. Blige killed it too. Well, let's talk about that for a second. I want to talk about the Eminem thing. So, uh, yeah. Mary J. Blige did kill it. Yes, respect where it's due. Yes. We're gonna get back to her. But yeah. the whole thing with Eminem kneeling, Eminem has been outspoken about his support of uh, Colin Kaepernick, yeah. and for a uh, a couple of weeks, I guess. He was going back and forth with the NFL uh, and Dre as well about what they would include in their performance. And one thing that Eminem demanded was he wanted to be given a moment to kneel. Yes. They said no. He fucking did it anyway. But he did uh-huh. it in a way where you had to understand why he was doing it beforehand, right? Because the kneeling could have been to respect Tupac in that moment. Absolutely. He yeah. could have 
maybe bent down to tie his shoe. But knowing mm-hmm. knowing Eminem, everybody knew why he needed. Yes. Uh, also, the line in uh, Dre Day where he says, still don't trust the police. Still, Dre, rather. He says, yes. still don't trust the police. They asked Dr. Dre to omit that line. He said, fuck it. I'm saying it anyway. It's part of my song. So Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the thing about all of that is what's the worst what's the worst case that can happen okay yeah let's think about that um they say you're never going to perform at the super bowl again. oh no okay Yo. well i did it once <laughs> who thought eminem was going to perform at the super bowl in the first they, place right they say we're not going to pay you <laughs> um they've got more than enough money they don't need it. they don't need to get paid for it their, their streaming numbers have gone up exponentially since yeah. that performance I saw on the news this morning. Yeah. And the other thing about Eminem taking a knee, you know, the, the big the big thing, the big reason why everybody had a problem with that was because you're not supposed to kneel during the national anthem. Is is I ain't mad at you the national anthem now? Is is It should be. <laughs> it should be. It should be. <laughs> but until that goes through, I believe it's not. So uh, you know, auxiliary shout out to Mary Mary for singing uh, Lift Every Voice and Sing before the game began as well, mm-hmm. which is the black national anthem. You know, it's yes. something that we sang in grammar school and it was just like, OK, why? Why does this hit so hard? It's a great song. I love it. But yeah, um, it was a great show. Oh, uh, breaking news, um, yes. you know, shocking to the world. I know uh, there was a, a moment caught on camera. Uh, spread across the internet. Apparently, Snoop Dogg um, uh, smoked a joint before he went on for what? the halftime show. I know, I know. I'm so what? disappointed. It's. I'm worried. <sighs> you know, it was it was a uh, LAD Bible uh, on Twitter. I was gonna say, he's um <laughs> he's in a state where it's legal and his entire. <laughs> brand is also being high as fuck that's right that's okay. his whole thing you know but uh of course uh internet trolls will be quick to point out like yes it is legal but you can't smoke it in public so it's a 250 dollar fine if you don't think that snoop dogg walks around with envelopes containing 250 dollars in his pocket autographed it says you know <laughs> for that specific reason then you're you're just you're crazy you're crazy also eh they're not going to find him. Nah. <laughs> I mean, you have to know what's going to happen. It's going to be happen. like he's Snoop Dogg. <laughs> if a cop sees... Well, it depends on the cop. But yeah. if a cop sees Snoop Dogg, more than likely they're going to be like, eh, let him go. Exactly. Because he's so famous. That's There's the only reason. There's footage of him performing at some other event where he's smoking up backstage. And uh, the security guard is standing next to him, and he just kind of glances over, and Snoop, like, tries to pass him the joint, and he's like, no, no, I'm good, I'm good. And Snoop was like, <laughs> just kind of shrugs his shoulders, like, come on, man. He's like, all right. And he took a hit off of it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Nice. You know, okay, worst case scenario, you lose that job, but you got a story for life. You, you smoked up with Snoop Dogg. I know. How do you say no to that? <laughs> right. I feel like he probably wouldn't lose that job. I think Snoop would vouch for him and be like, nah, he's cool. Right. And then they'd be like, oh, shit, well, Snoop Dogg, you know, we don't want to anger him because he's such a high-profile guy, you right. know? Right, right. I mean, he's cool. He'd probably hire him as a bodyguard, if anything. Like, hey, come be part of the crew. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, so much more. Mary J. Blige performed so hard. Um, and, and, of course, her thigh-high boots, her signature look. One thing I like about Mary J. Blige... Look. She yeah I'm sorry I didn't I didn't quite finish describing the boots. She got the thigh high boots with the mirrors leopard leopard print mirror pattern on there. She came to show 
off. She came to show out and she did. And she rocked so hard that at the end of her her segment, she <laughs> fell on her back out of <laughs> exasperation because she no more drama so hard. She just couldn't do it no more. And that became an instant meme. Everybody was having a good time with that classic instant classic meme. Yeah. Yeah. I, I we I mean, you and I shared several. Oh, yeah. We're going back the and first forth. 24 hours there. Yeah, <laughs> it was the Internet moves so fast on that one. Just <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's when you can go. I love the Internet. You yes. know, other times, not so much. Not but so much. <laughs> in that scenario. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> So, yeah, it was a great halftime show. Um, people are already saying it it's, the, it's the second best, you know, because, of course, Prince is going to have that, that top one for all time. But, yeah. Yeah. God, Bruce Springsteen was so good, too, though. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought we'd see the day, though, that, like, you know, <laughs> Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre were headlining the Super Bowl halftime show. This is this is a, uh, a monumental occasion. <laughs> Absolutely. It was amazing. I was excited for it and I was not disappointed. No, no, no. Yeah, so no. that's going on. Um Ivan Reitman suddenly passed away. We we learned about this week. We yeah. didn't really get a chance to discuss this, you and I, but yeah, I was talking to Dee before the show and she mentioned like, Hey, uh did you are you guys gonna talk about Ivan Reitman? I'm like, That's right, we gotta we gotta bring him up. I think it might have yeah. happened right after we recorded last week. No, I think that happened. Oh, three days ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, yeah. you know, life it just moves happened. Fast. Yeah. Um, obviously, director of Ghostbusters. Yeah. And Animal House being, I would say, his most famous that he directed. He produced a lot of films, too. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2. Uh, Stripes. He directed Stripes as well, the, correct? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger family trilogy, Twins, Kindergarten Cop, and Junior. He did yep. those as well. Say what you will. I enjoyed Junior when I was a kid. I don't care. Yeah, he was a he was a brilliant um, comedic director. Yes, for yes, sure. absolutely. You know, he had a good sense of humor about himself. Um, you know, and of course, uh, most recently, his son Jason went on to direct uh, the uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife movie that came out yes. uh, last year. So, um, I'm glad that he got to see that before he passed. You know, because it. it absolutely is a love letter to ghostbusters and his dad so yeah yeah yeah. that is that is i i need to watch that movie and you sent me the code for it but like i need to watch it just for that alone especially now yeah yeah he was 75 when he passed it's gonna hit even harder um you know now that he's gone you'll you'll see the moments i'm talking about but yeah i enjoyed the movie and i enjoyed uh ivan reitman's work in general he was a very talented uh me too a director rather yeah yeah yeah. Sad. Sad. But we move on. Yep. Um, in happier uh, I news. I mean, <laughs> we're still on. But wait, wait, wait. Now, mm-hmm. now I'm wondering if we should get all the sad out of the way because I want to know what's going on with the Bob Saget news because I haven't been following it as closely as you. Okay. So should we get all the sad out of the way and then move on to happier news? That's a good idea. What What's going on with Bob? Or so, well, nothing. He's dead. But you know. Yeah. Yeah. That was that a movie that? No, never mind. Never mind. Bob Saget. Um, what, about? what about Bob? <laughs> um, Bob Saget passed away uh, suddenly and unfortunately a couple of weeks ago. Um, it was uh, made note that the Olsen twins attended his funeral. Um, now, what's what's interesting and what's of note about that is the the Olsen twins have basically stayed out of the public eye 
in, in the acting world and yeah. in, in the world of Hollywood for quite some time. Uh, they retired officially a few years ago, several years ago. Um, and that's why they didn't come back for the Fuller House reunion when asked, because they felt like, you know, they did that show when they were little, little girls. And, you know, yeah, it's, they it's were, like they were toddlers and babies. Right. So it'd be like asking anybody else to go back to like a, a grammar school reunion, you know, and uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you had some good memories from back then, but you don't want to take away from the people that actually are doing this for a living. So they decided to sit it out. Um, but when it came to something important, like, uh, you know, paying their respect to Bob Saget, they decided to come out and do that. So, you know, props to them for, for showing up, um, discussing his cause of death. I don't know if we circled back on that on the show. In fact, I'm pretty sure we didn't. So, um, no drugs or alcohol were found in his system. It had been determined, uh, that he basically passed away due to multiple skull fractures, which like, what? Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 mysterious, but um, doctors claim that there's no evidence of foul play. I'm gonna I'm gonna preface it with that because. But how did he get multiple skull fractures? That's they- the mystery. That's that's what people can't really understand. So when he when he passed away, he was on tour. Uh, rather, he was he was in his hotel room uh, resting up after doing a show while being on tour, uh, and he just fell asleep and didn't wake back up. So right. this little snippet from New from the New York Times says uh, some neurosurgeons said that it would be unusual for a typical fall to cause Mr. Saget's set of fractures to the back, the right side and the front of his skull. Those doctors said the injuries appeared more reminiscent of ones suffered by people who fall from a considerable height or get thrown from their seat in a car crash. The autopsy, though found no injuries to other parts of Mr. Saget's body, as would be expected in a lengthier fall. The medical examiner ruled that the death was accidental. The local sheriff's office had previously said there were no signs of foul play. This is significant trauma, said Dr. Gavin Britz, the chair in neurosurgery at Houston Methodist. This is something I find with someone with a baseball bat to the head or has fallen from 20 to 30 feet. Holy shit. Right. Mr. Britz, and I'll close with this, Mr. Britz noted that the autopsy described fractures to particularly thick parts of the skull, as well as to bones in the roof in the roof of the eye socket. If you fracture your orbit, he said, referring to those eye bones, you have significant pain. So for them to find no type of drugs in, drugs in his system, and for him to have that type of injury that will cause significant pain, it's a... It, it, it seems unlikely that he'd be able to fall asleep with that type of injury. What the hell happened? They've got it. They've got to investigate this more. There's no. Did he get in a fight with someone before? Well, like, hmm. I mean, that's what I want to know. Did he get in like some sort of altercation, some sort of fight, and then go back to his hotel room and? died right. from injuries. And I, it doesn't seem like he's the type of person that would <clears throat> be alone. I mean, you know, there's paparazzi everywhere, but of course it's Bob Saget. He's not like, you know, uh, his his right. his star wasn't the brightest at the time. So, of course, you know, I'm, and, he might not have been... And if someone did get in a fight with him or something along those lines, they're going to hide it, right? Because they oh, think they're yeah. guilty. Yeah. So... 
So we may never know what happens, but I hope we find out. I was this saying, is, they, need, they really need to retrace all of his steps. They need to figure out exactly where he was, when he was there, who was with him. Absolutely. I, I just think the due diligence. And look, if, if he got if they got into a fight, if he got into a fight with someone, let's say, and that was the scenario, it would be like manslaughter. It was not intentional to kill him. You right. know, accidental manslaughter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It wasn't murder or anything like that. But it's still for the sake of his his family. I think they should really just look into this further because mm-hmm. that doesn't sound right. I mean, it's just odd to me, too, that the medical examiner would say that there's no signs of foul play and then say all these other details. But then on the other other hand, it's just how in the world can you get that much head trauma and, and no bruises or anything on the rest of your body? I don't know. I mean, right. I'm glad he wasn't using. I'm glad that he continued his sobriety mm-hmm. into the end of his life, as yeah. terrible as that sounds, because I think that would just, that you know, that's probably something his wife and kids and everyone who loved him always feared, because that's what you fear when you, when you love someone who, you know, struggles with addiction, mm-hmm. who has that disease. So... I'm glad that that wasn't the case, but it's still such a mystery that they really do need to to figure out. Absolutely. So, of course, we're gonna we're gonna update as as we find out more about mm-hmm. this this horrible tragedy. Um, Bob Saget, of course, you know we've all seen on the news uh, these past few weeks just just how much he was loved and respected uh, in in the uh, the Hollywood community and just in general. Nobody had a bad thing to say about him. So, yeah, I'm I'm sure everyone is eager to find out, you know, what's going on there, what happened with him. Yeah. 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 Agreed. All okay. right. Now so, on to happier news. On to happier news. Let's talk about Simone Biles. So Simone Biles, who is black history in, in motion, basically, um, an amazing human being all around. She is officially off the market, everybody. Her and Jonathan Owens are engaged this man said he's not messing around. <laughs> he's going to make sure that Simone Biles knows how much he loves her. And on their Instagram uh, pages, they basically were showing off that on um, on Valentine's Day, uh, Jonathan uh, uh, proposed to Simone. And she said yes. She said it was, quote unquote, the easiest yes. The 24-year-old Olympian wrote on her Instagram page. She says, I can't wait to spend forever and ever with you. You're everything I dreamed of and more. Let's get married. All caps, fiance. So she's excited. Everybody's excited for her. Congratulations to Simone Biles. Yeah. I mean, she's been through so much and has done so much, like a, like within her sport mm-hmm. really if you think about it i don't want to say for the country i mean obviously she won all of her medals as a you know representing the united states but i understand that saying that is a very complicated thing when you're talking about like a a black woman living in america so i don't want to I'm sure that there's like a like some conflict there of like, well, this country has a lot of issues on this front, but at the same time, I'm representing, you know, the country. I don't know. I'd imagine that's a really conflicting feeling. I'm gonna put a pin in pride. that, and I'm gonna come back to it because I wanna I wanna finish giving Simone her due. But you bring up something very 
interesting that I want to talk about a little bit. But yeah. Um, yes, give her her due. Yeah, you're totally right. It Congratulations is, to Simone Biles. It is absolutely a difficult uh, balance to maintain uh, for a lot of African-American people, for, for all of the African-American people here in our country. It's 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 something that, you know... You can't put too far out of your mind at all times. I'll mm-hmm. say that. But yeah, I mean, you, you celebrate the victories and this is definitely a victory. This is, uh, somebody that she's been dating. It says here since, um, August 2020, uh, people suspected that she, <laughs> she and Jonathan <laughs> Owens were together and they confirmed those rumors. They were dating before that. Yeah. Yeah. But this is just the timeline that we're aware of, you know. <laughs> She's 24. He's uh 26. Okay, yeah, they're both and they're both like a good age and like they're not too young. It's it's hard for us not to think she's so young, right? Yeah, because, exactly because of the height and you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you, As a short woman myself, that but also you know she's been in the spotlight for a long time, but she's always been like in gymnastics, which we do associate with younger women, right? You know, right? So. And from what I understand, it does it does stunt your development a little bit when you do that hard training for um, gymnastics and everything. But mm-hmm. I want to I want to go back and, and and reiterate not just because of her height, but her height in relative in relativity to this uh, Houston Texans basketball player who uh, <laughs> yes. she's standing yeah, next to in this photo. <laughs> that seems like it would hurt your neck. Yeah, you know? <laughs> there's a lot of reaching. He's going to have a hunched back by the time they get old, and she's going to have a yeah. strained neck. I'm sorry, he's a football gonna player. I was going to say, her neck's going to hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in Texas. Oh, he's a football player? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a football team. I don't know sports. <laughs> I don't know these well, things. Well, they were, they were in like a court or something in that picture, so I can understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just assumed. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, the thing I wanted to kind of touch on a little bit, and this is not something that I know a lot about, but it's something that uh, stood out to me as a detail in a comic book that I love, which is uh, The Truth, Red, White, and Blue, or rather, The Truth, Red, White, and Black, which is uh, a story that was written years ago that introduced us to Isaiah Washington, the the first uh, – God, I keep getting these names wrong – it introduced <laughs> us to Isaiah Bradley, the first Captain America in Marvel Comics. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, uh, hmm, he's the uh, grandfather of Eli Bradley, who was also introduced in um, Captain America and Winter Soldier, the show that just uh, wrapped up on, on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Uh, the character was created by Kyle Baker, who is a comic artist. He's done a lot of stuff over the years. But this series in particular... Um, it holds a special place in my heart because it went back and it showed that, yeah, it wasn't all sunshine and lollipops back then. It just wasn't just like, oh, yeah, we tried this experiment once on one white boy and it just so happened everything worked out. No, they tried no. many different super soldier serums, of course, on human on, guinea pigs, on black people, on black yeah. people. And Isaiah happened to be the one that got the right serum uh, or as close to it mm-hmm. as they were going to get. Uh, before they gave it to Steve Rogers. So the reason I bring all this up is because in the original book, uh, Isaiah Bradley had a shield, uh, that looked like the, um, the, the original Captain America shield. But on that shield, it had a, a logo, uh, from World War II, which is called the Double V Victory. 
mm-hmm. what it signified is victory at home and abroad. So while uh, the African-American soldiers fighting in World War II were proud of this country mm-hmm. and the opportunity that it allowed, they also recognized with this emblem that they were fighting another war at home against the Jim Crow, yes. uh, you know, regulations and all that stuff. So, yeah. yeah, it's 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 a complicated matter, absolutely. But it's one that we can acknowledge in a lot of ways that there is opportunity here. There is, oh, yes. you know, pride in our country. But there's also the desire for our country to be better than it is. And I think yes. every American should really strive for that. You know, it, should, it shouldn't be exclusively a, a, a black experience. But when it comes to those that have been wronged, absolutely, it's more difficult for us to, you know, still hope for the best with this country and, and try to bolster it up while at the same time saying we want better out of our countrymen. Right. You know? Which which true patriotism would not be blind. Exactly. Right? Like yeah. it, it would not be. Um, it just becomes worse. Everything's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's not what it is. It's I love this. Let us make it better, you know, and more equal and fair for everyone. And, exactly. You know, all of the above. Exactly. So, you know, to to bring it down to what's that are opposed to that. I, I feel like you're not quite understanding that, you know. That's what patriotism is. Yeah, it's a it's a classic story beat to bring it down to a, you know, a a kind of a a base level where you have two enemies who join forces to fight for the greater good. You know, and that's what this was. We're fighting for the greater good. We're fighting for our home, understanding that there's more fighting to be done to save the soul of our home. And yes. Yeah. I mean, that's what it Absolutely. is. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's what it boils down to. Every protest, every single, you know, chant, every every gathering where black people are saying black lives matter and, you know, we demand justice. It's because we want better from our country. It's not because we want to burn yeah. everything down and destroy what we have. It's because we've seen how great America has the potential to be. And we want to help bring that out. We want our voices to join that chorus. And we want to be able to sing as loudly and as proudly as the rest of America. Yeah, and I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, I see how great America can be for others. Let my community also be in that greatness because I'm part of this too, right. you know, which is exactly what you're saying. Um, so, Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah, I'm when sure I butchered a couple. Dolly Parton, oh, we think big hair, big smile. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I was bringing up the link for our next story here, and it kind of no. jumped on that. No problem. But, no, that's, you're absolutely right. So, you know, let's, 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 uh, let's talk about an American we can be proud of. Let's talk yes. about Dolly Parton. Every American knows that Dolly is our actual, our actual leader. That's right. And symbol and, you know, everything. Yep. She is our, she is our, our, our patron. Our queen. Saint. Uh, she is, <laughs> won't dolly do it, is what we say. Um, so the story came out this week, uh, that Dolly Parton, uh, her fans are giving her praise once again because of an amazing Dollywood announcement that yeah. the employees will get their tuition paid by Dolly. 
Yeah. Apparently, they're also going to pay for like part-time and seasonal employees tuition as well. You don't have to work there full-time. My goodness. It's like, I want to put in a fucking application right now. Like, I know. (laughs) It was announced on Tuesday, February 8th, that Dollywood Parks and Resorts will cover 100% of tuition fees and books for any Mm -hmm. employee who chooses to pursue further education. Most white collar jobs don't even do that. No. Um, I mean, we've talked about this before. This is a very special thing to her because her father could not read mm-hmm. um, and was deeply ashamed of his illiteracy, which was just a circumstance of him coming from a very large family, being very poor. The time that he lived in, he just he never learned how to read. Um, but he you know, she was like he was a great father. He provided for our family, all of this. And that's why she has the program where young children can get access to books. Um, for free. I think it's under the age of five. Mm-hmm. They will send books to any child that wants them. That's right. So she's already involved in literacy and education programs for young children. I think this is just an extension of that. You know, this is just an extension of that part that is near and dear to her heart. I love it. I mean, it, it really is so touching. She's done so much already to have to have the desire to do even more than that at this point. It's just like frosting on the cake. The delicious Duncan Hines Dolly Parton cake. That's right. Sponsored <laughs> by Duncan Hines. <laughs> she can get a free commercial out of us. Uh, we'll allow it for her, but everybody else. Oh, yeah. We'll give, Dunky, uh, we'll, give, we'll give Dolly a Duncan Hines like, little shout-out. That's you know? right. That's right. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's cool as hell. You can't... You can't say anything bad about that. I'd love to hear somebody try just so I can laugh. Like, how can you say this is a bad thing? Something about bootstraps and not doing it yourself or some bullshit, yeah. I guess. Well, they're giving they're giving them everything. Who cares? She's doing it. Get yours, too. Not you. Get a, get a part-time job at Dollywood and get your education if you feel slighted, you know? Wait, where's Dollywood again located? Shoot, I should know this. Somewhere in the south. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Tennessee? We're going to go with Tennessee. Oh, well, you're not going to be able to look it up. Right. I'm a, yeah, I mean, we're going to, but, I, you know, I wanted to see what the guess was first. Oh, that's my guess, Tennessee. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, I already looked it up, it's Tennessee, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, because I read her book, I think that's where she's from. I, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I've never been. Let's go to Dollywood, man. Let's go. I'm, re- I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm with it. Let's go. How fucking awesome are you that you have a theme park named after yourself which would seem like a shrine to your hubris right it would seem like uh, another version of what what's it called elvis's uh, little theme park graceland graceland yeah it's not a, that's not a theme park that was his home oh it's just his home okay and people yeah. just kept coming yeah oh god well it was his home and when he died his estate they completely preserved it and mm. he's buried there his his parents are buried there, like so. It is a time capsule. Nothing has been touched oh, man. since Elvis died. That's what that. And then they've created a museum out of it. So have you have you been to Graceland? I haven't. I've always wanted to go, but it's in a really weird place. Like it's in it's in the middle of fucking nowhere kind oh, of thing. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't Johnny Cash have a place like that? 
as uh, well? I'm not sure. I I would love to go that. But yeah, Graceland has been one of those things I've wanted to go to since I was a kid. Like, mm. I've always wanted to go there. I mean, just for the spectacle, I'd want to check it out. But Dollywood is definitely yeah. higher on my list just because, like, I, like I was starting to say, you make a theme park named after yourself or somebody makes a theme park and names it after you. But mm-hmm. it's not just like, hey, let's celebrate Dolly Parton. It's like, hey, let's make the world a better place. Everybody gets free yeah. tuition. What the hell? Disney ain't even doing that, yo. Come on. No. As Speaking. I sit here and I look at my windowsill. I have two plushies of Chip and Dale right there. I was going to say, speaking of Disney, that trailer, <laughs> oh, my God. Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers, there's a new trailer. Yes. This looks so good, man. It Holy looks shit. amazing. And a lot of people, of course, they're in their feelings right now. A lot of people are nervous because the most recent movie we had of this nature was Space Jam 2. And that was awful. But I want to. I want to. Were help. people excited for like actually when they saw the trailer? Did they think Space Jam Two was going to be good? <laughs> they well, no. That's the, the thing too. The first Space Jam is it good? <laughs> it's not. But it's not. you know, it's it's in that it's in that memory, it's, it's in that core memory section where it's like, oh yes, it was the it was the finest film ever <laughs> when I was yeah, a child. Of course, there, there was no finer film than right. Space Jam. How could it not have gotten an Academy Award? But right. when Space Jam 2 came out, of course, all these kids are now grown and curmudgeonly. So, yeah, um, it's not great. And it's never going to be great. You can never go home again, kids. Uh, <laughs> it's fucked up because it's not for them and they just shit all over it. So if any kid did enjoy it, then their voices are going to be silenced because they don't want to seem uncool. Just like the kids that yeah. like the the uh, the uh, Star Wars um, you know prequel tri- trilogy, poor Lex. Right. Poor poor Lex. Poor Lex. <laughs> yeah, little Lex. I'm so excited for Obi Wan. Fuck. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, so Chippendale Chippendale looks really good. Yeah. Rescue Rangers looks really good. Um, it absolutely does. I, one of my favorite jokes in that was like, you know, I had the CG surgery and I'm like, why? One of them is CGI and one of them isn't. This is fucking amazing. So one, one little criticism I can understand. One, one minor, uh, adjustment that's going to take some getting used to is that the titular characters are voiced by, uh, John Mulaney and Adam Sandberg. Mm-hmm. Now, I think they're. Andy. Uh, what, what I say? Adam? You said Adam. Adam. Weird. Who is Adam Sandberg? Anyway, Andy Sandberg. Yeah. Adam Sandler? Maybe. It was like an amalgamation of the both. Anyway, they're voicing the titular characters. And, yeah, you're used to hearing them all squeaky and and goofy sounding and everything Mm -hmm. like that. But, you know, I don't know if I could listen to that for an hour and a half, to be honest with you. So I'm kind of glad. Did we learn nothing from the Chipmunks movies? Right. (laughs) <laughs> no we didn't um so this this movie just kind of sets the tone uh it's in a universe where chip and Dale rescue rangers was a tv show and it's kind of like basically you could say this is a sequel to who friend roger rabbit not only because it, yeah. it considers cartoons like you know hollywood projects from these animated citizens but also because roger rabbit is fucking in it yeah, fucking sneaky dudes making a sequel to Roger Rabbit, like by doing Rescue Rangers. That's insane. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. Fantastic. And what's yeah. what's great, like it's not just Disney properties. It's got, of course, you know, Rescue Rangers, Roger Rabbit, 
Scat Cat from that Paula Abdul video is in there for yeah. a split second. I'm like, is that that motherfucking Scat Cat? It sure was. Scat Cat again? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, he just won't go away. But no, it's it's got some funny bits in there. Um, cameos up the wazoo. I won't spoil it, but check out this trailer. It's so funny. And I think it's going to be yeah. good. And that's only what they're showing us. I can't imagine what else we're missing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And for those purists out there who want the original Chip and Dale, um, the Blu-ray of the complete series, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, is coming out or is already out, uh, you know, in the next month or so. Uh, and the Chip and Dale Park Life Disney Plus series, which harkens back to the original Chip and Dale shorts before the Rescue Rangers, is out on Disney Plus. So you have a multitude of chipmunk options to enjoy depending on what your what your vibe is yeah that's great that's a lot i want to revisit some of that stuff because that that made me nostalgic but i'm also like should i i don't know do things hold up Mm. (sighs) (sighs) okay the the game didn't i tried to go back and play the game it's like oh man we were easily entertained back then oh boy oh i know sometimes (laughs) i go back to older games and i'm like shit (laughs) like i spent money on this fuck I, I played this for hours. Holy shit. <laughs> I was just simple back then. Yeah. Yeah. My little peanut brain didn't know what, what she was doing. Mouth agape. Just staring at a screen. Yep. <laughs> All right. Do we want to get into Wall of Weird? Yeah, let's do it. Wall of Weird. This is a last minute Wall of Weird, guys. I found this within an hour of us recording, and I was confused. Mm bewildered but also not surprised i'm ready i didn't even look at this one so i'm i'm going to this is a live react here so an arizona priest used the wrong word in baptisms for decades they're all invalid oh no sorry yes this story is from today in the year of our Lord, 2022, <laughs> a Catholic priest in Arizona has resigned after he is found to have been performing baptisms incorrectly throughout his career, rendering the rite invalid for thousands of people. No. Yes. They did a careful study of Reverend Andres Oregano. Oregano? Um, and he had used, <laughs> not Oregano had used the wrong wording during the baptisms performed up to June 17th of 2021. He had been off by a single word. They were still baptizing people in June of 2021. That's that's dangerous right there. Yeah. Well, they got to please Sky Daddy. Yeah. So during the baptism in both English and Spanish, he used the phrase, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. He should have said, I baptize. Come on. All right. So maybe it was like, you know, um, that episode of Dragon Ball Z where Gohan is about to throw the fireball and Goku appears behind him to kind of like, you know, bolster his son and cheer him on from the great beyond because Goku was dead at the point. Obviously, he was pretty much just not a present a presence in his son's life for those early formative years. It had to been like uh 
you know, Krillin, he was there the all the fuck time. What are you talking about? You know, what are you talking I'm, about? I'm taking a different approach. Usually I go into the ducks, but this time I'm going into Dragon Ball Z lore. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, let's go back to ducks. Jesus. Okay. Okay. Speaking of okay. Jesus. Uh, yeah. So, so. They, they, <laughs> they explained why saying that it is not the community that baptizes a person and incorporates them to the church of Christ. Rather, it is Christ, Christ alone who presides, presides over all sacraments. Okay. Therefore, it is Christ who baptizes. If you are baptizing using the wrong words, that means they are invalid. You are not baptized. All right. Who is, the, who is that quote from? Does it say? That is from... Um, the diocese. Yes. Okay. The diocese. Couldn't they give these people a pass? That sucks. Like, really, just like, look. How many were... people are in hell right now because of him? <laughs> Look, this it's is what needs burning. to happen. They need to do like on the righteous gemstones, right? And just mm-hmm. rent a giant Olympic pool. Make sure to turn off the wave machine and just invite everybody down to a special event to be mass baptized together so they can get all this out the way. Yeah. And what they're saying is that if you, if you got a baptism from him, um, you may need to repeat some or all of your sacraments. Wow. Um, after you are validly baptized. I'm sorry. It must be noted that they are strict about the baptism and making sure that they use the right word, mm-hmm. but not making sure that priests don't touch children. Mm-hmm. Wow. It is, like, okay. Choices were made, mm-hmm. you know? By um, listen, guys. If you're if you're listening to this podcast and you're Catholic or you grew up Catholic and Catholicism still holds a special place in your heart, um, I'm sorry right now, but really, you're gonna still defend them. No, I'm sorry. I grew up with this as well. Yep. This was my family was involved in Catholicism. This is stupid. I went to Catholic um, school for a couple of years, so I grew up. I grew up. Yeah. Uh, Church of God in Christ, which is basically Baptist, right? Um, yeah. They would hate to hear me say that out loud, but it's true. Uh, then I went to Catholic school for a couple years of high school, and I was blown away by all of the hoops that they make Catholic people jump through. You know yeah. the type of things that happen, in not, not only in the Catholic church, but in churches in general. You've got people... Yes. Sleeping with parishioners and, and church members, yep. uh, you know, getting them pregnant and then like getting fired. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's just Bill. Everyone else is doing God knows what else. I mean, there's so many awful things happening in these buildings under the yeah. tutelage of these so-called holy men. And basically, look, man, if you have a great relationship with the Lord, just Continue down that path. I'm I'm giving you permission. I'm sure I've been ordained at some point along the way. I probably signed up for that Universal Church of Christ or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm starting a cult. Yeah, so. exactly. So okay. trust me, uh, we yeah. <laughs> we're giving you a pass. Blindly. My favorite my favorite thing about this article is this last little bit that tries to like explain it in a way that they feel validates yes. everything they Go said before. For example, if a priest uses milk instead of wine during the consecration of the Eucharist, the sacrament is not valid, it said. The milk would not become the blood of Jesus Christ. 
Thanks, diocese. I, um, <laughs> somehow they've made milk more disgusting, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, um, you are you are missing the forest for the trees in this situation, like so many others um, do what with, <laughs> especially when it comes to Christianity. Yeah. I think, and I, I cannot claim to be an expert, but I really think if Christ were to come back to Earth right now and see this... And see that you guys are doing this stupid shit while people are suffering in the streets, while people don't have health care, while people don't have access to shelter, to food, to everything that they need to survive. I think that Christ would be disappointed in you in a lot of different ways and also would be brown. So that probably would scare the shit out of you. Oh, yeah. So, so first you know. of all, first of all, why are you guys hanging up? That thing that I died on. I don't understand why this is everywhere, guys. Why is the thing that I died on on your grandma's wall? Why everywhere? It's like <laughs> Yeah. That's a little that's a little just insincere. It's You know just, what, Matt? He has to take away the sins of the world. That's a little inconsiderate. Okay? You don't you don't yeah. All right. That was the wall of weird for the week. Wall it was weird. very weird. It was. it was very weird and also very hypocritical and very stupid. It was. You know, oddly enough, it makes me miss that show Reaper that used to come on the CW shortly. I fucking loved Reaper. I it was Reaper. like nothing else. You know, a boy finds out that his parents sold his soul to the devil for him to become a Reaper of people who escaped from hell on his 18th birthday. And it goes from there. And it's got Ray Wise as the devil. You can't go wrong. That show was good shit. So good. Good shit. I want to revisit that show. I wonder if it's streaming anywhere. Anyway. Anyway. That be our show for the week, you all. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. You can follow us at Lex and Matt across the board. We're cool. We have all kind of shenanigans, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, check us out, patreon.com slash Lex and Matt, if you'd like to support the show, if you'd like to become an official adventurer. we got to come up with, like, membership cards or something for these people, too. Ooh, that's, yes. That's an Let's idea. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like fun. Indeed. Um, yeah. Subscribe. Um, I have it, my, my shameless plug of the week, um, Capeside Chats. Come on. New episode is out. See, as when you guys are listening to this, a new episode will be out. Um, so go subscribe to the Ravens podcast. Um, season five, part one. We're almost done, Matt. We have three episodes left of Cape Side Chats. Did you done. answer my questions on Cape Side Chats this no, past I episode? Didn't. What? No, oh. I didn't. Oh, I, I have didn't. valid questions. You know that. I asked you why, why, why come it's Dawson's Crick? How come it can't be anybody else's Crick? That's all I wanted to know. I'm ending the show right now. Anyway, folks, thank you so much for listening. As always, I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. Good. Be excellent to each other. Mm Mm-hmm. Bye.